Welcome back to the Morning Kickoff Show. I'm your host, Matt Witt. We are back to cover Minnesota Vikings football in an episode that I am very excited for. An episode that I have never been so pumped for in my life. As the NFC North champions, Minnesota Vikings will appear in their first home playoff game since the Minneapolis Miracle. Their first home playoff game since the Minneapolis Miracle against a New York Giants team this Super Wild Card weekend a New York Giants team that finished with a winning record for the first time since 2016. You see two, two young teams completely take a 180 from where they were in the past under new head coaches, Brian Dable with the Giants, under new head coach Kevin O'Connell, hopefully coach of the year for the NFC North champions, Minnesota Vikings going head-to-head -head in their first seasons. Not the only first-year head coaches in the playoffs, as we see a lot of new teams here in the playoffs. And it, it, it's surprising to me because you look at this playoff picture and you see a lot of young quarterbacks, such as Trevor Lawrence making the playoffs, Justin Herbert finally making the playoffs. You see a lot of new young stars in the playoffs this year, and you're kind of seeing a switch. You're seeing a complete a complete generational switch this playoff series. And it's going to be super interesting to see what unfolds throughout January and into February, what quarterbacks are real and what are frauds. Because a lot of young quarterbacks might have a lot of hype right now, but you got to see what they can do into the playoffs. And then you look on the NFC side and there's no Aaron Rodgers this year. There's no Matt Ryan. There's, there is a Tom Brady that snuck into it somehow. And, realistically, you're seeing young quarterbacks take over the league. And in my opinion right now, you're looking at two teams going head-to-head -head who are the most doubted teams in the entire playoffs this season. And I'm really interested to see how both the Minnesota Vikings and, um, and New York Giants act when all the odds are stacked against them. You look at both these teams right now, and both the Vikings and Giants are two teams that have not been great in recent memory. The Minnesota Vikings, like I mentioned, this is the first time they get a home playoff game since the Minneapolis Miracle. And as for the New York Giants, this is their first winning record in a long time, so they're just happy to be in the playoffs. And you look at both these teams, and throughout the season, their schedules weren't all that tough. You look at the Minnesota Vikings, and while we did play two very tough divisions in the NFC and AFC East, as a whole, we had one of the easier divisions in this league the nfc north and one of the easier schedules this season and you look at the giants and you can say the same story while they did come out of the nfc east and make it to the playoffs their schedule wasn't as tough as they played the nfc north and afc south i believe the divisions the nfc east plays so at the end of the day both these team schedules weren't all that tough and we're kind of used to these teams not being great so they're very doubted and there's a lot of odds stacked against them there's a lot of adversity they have to overcome in this matchup and i'm super excited to see what the vikings can do when they act against all the doubters that have been completely, completely counting us out so far this entire season. This week, Minnesota Vikings, 3.30 Central Time on Fox. No, it is not a noon game, unfortunately, for Minnesota Vikings fans. We typically do win on every single noon game we play, but more importantly, we win our home games. And for that reason, before noon, before primetime, I don't care. Home games are huge for the Minnesota Vikings. And this is why the number one seed would have been massive for the Vikings is because throughout the season, the Vikings were eight and one at home games with our one loss being an eight, a 40 to three loss to the Dallas Cowboys. We'll count that one out. We needed that to humble us. But outside of that, the Vikings have been amazing at home, including Christmas Eve, where the Vikings played the New York Giants. That's right. The Vikings Giants just recently played not that long ago, less than a month ago. The Vikings did play the Giants where they won on a 61 yard record setting franchise record. Greg Joseph field goal as clock expired to win the game 27 to 24. I believe it was And Greg Joseph. While you can say that Greg Joseph has been horrible from beyond 50 yards and you're not wrong. He did hit five field goals. 
that won us games this season. So got to give tip your hat to Greg Joseph. He was one of the players who gave us a lot of victories so far this season with one being against the New York Giants. On top of this, the last time the Vikings played the Giants, they were a pass first team as we could pass the ball all over the Giants secondary. And I expect into this matchup that we do the same thing. And the reason why, in my opinion, is just due to the fact that the Giants love to rush as many passers as as many pass rushers as they can. And when you have a quarterback like Kirk Cousins, you can expect that a lot of defenses are going to rush five at a time. Rightfully so, because Kirk Cousins from what we've seen in history does not perform great under pressure. For that reason, I'd expect the Giants to continue to run five man rush, four man rush, six man rush with some blitzers inside of it. Where where Kirk Cousins is not comfortable inside the pocket, and we could see him take a lot of deep shots like we did last time, where both Justin Jefferson and TJ Hawkinson surpassed 100 yards against the Giants secondary. On to the injury report for the Minnesota Vikings. Fortunately, Cam Dantzler is no longer on IR. Bad news with that. He's probably not 100% to play. So throughout this season, easily every Vikings fan can agree. Our biggest issue was our secondary. And you can put the blame on many different people. You can put the blame on Ed Donatel or just the fact that these players aren't playing all that great. Now, Duke Shelley, Diamond in the Rough, Patrick Peterson should have been a first-team All-Pro. Outside of that, not a whole lot of excitement on this Vikings secondary compared to what it once was a few years ago. But Cameron Dantzler and Andrew Booth Jr.'s injuries have really put a hit on this Vikings secondary and a Caleb Evans who can throw him in the mix as well. But right now, Cameron Dantzler being off of IR could be a huge, 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 huge comeback for this Minnesota Vikings secondary, as I would love to not have Shannon Sullivan back on the field. But Duke Shelley did not participate this week with an ankle injury, unfortunately, but he might be back. Or Cameron Dancer didn't play. Uh, Brian Asimo, one of our core players on special teams, is questionable play. He was limited on Wednesday with a knee injury. As for Garrett Bradbury, also returned from IR, limited participant with a back injury. Now, last time the Vikings played the New York Giants, Kirk Cousins was sacked four times. So we can hope that Garrett Bradbury can be back because... Say what you want about Bradbury. Yes, I was hoping we would have a different player starting snapping the ball to Kirk Cousins. At the end of the day, we do not want Chris Reed to go against Dexter Lawrence. That is the end-all, be-all. We do not want that to be the case whatsoever, and I would be so excited for Dexter Lawrence or or Leonard Williams to not be going up against our third-string center. Looking at it, Garrett Bradbury might be back. Harrison Smith, questionable play with a knee injury. And then as for the New York Giants injury report, their starting center was limited with a back injury. Adore Jackson, their starting corner that they really needed this matchup, limited with a knee injury. As for uh, Aziz Ojalari, limited with a ankle injury. Aziz, one of the players who they like to rush on the edge, and this would be huge as he'd likely be going up against... Our, our second string right tackle, Oli Udo, who is stepping in for Brian O'Neill right now. And Aziz against Oli Udo, maybe not the best matchup, although Oli Udo has been able to hold his own at right tackle so far this season. Leonard Williams, one of their, maybe their best player on defensive side of the ball, limited with a neck injury. He was, he's... I mean, he shut us down the last time we played him. They have an insane defensive front looking at just how Leonard Williams and Dexter Lawrence have been able to do against the run and against the pass so far this season. And this is the red flag when it comes to this Minnesota Vikings team. Just being able to protect for Kirk Cousins. Like I mentioned, the last time the Vikings played the Giants, they sacked Kirk Cousins four times. And this is due to the guys they have on the defensive front and how they're able to blitz players to get to Kirk Cousins. They love to do linebacker blitz. They love to do safety blitz. They can blitz their corners as well. And you got to give credit to Don Martindale, their defensive coordinator, their first year defensive coordinator, who's done a great job at 
turning taking what this defense is and turning it into something and both of these rosters right now you're looking at two very new teams two new gms who completely changed their organization hit on a head coaching firing i mean head coaching hiring looking at both these teams right now i mean the giants getting brian dable and the vikings getting kevin o'connell these are in my opinion, the two best first-year head coaches in this league right now. And you're looking at two new teams who will likely continue to improve going forward. And both these teams may not have their franchise quarterback quite yet. They still do have a quarterback who they can build around for the for the short term. Looking at it right now, though, what is the key for the Minnesota Vikings on offense? In my opinion, picking up the blitz. As I mentioned, this team loves, loves, loves to get to the quarterback. And it kind of makes up for their lack of uh, lack of talent on the secondary. These are two parallel teams where you're looking at the defensive side of the ball for both the Vikings and Giants. What do they do? They can rush to the passer and they can turn the ball over. At the end of the day, you can pass the ball all over this defense. And we saw it the last time the Vikings played the Giants, where jo both Justin Jefferson and TJ Hawkinson surpassed 100 yards receiving. With that being said, you need to be able to pick up the blitz. For that reason, I'm looking at CJ Ham, our boy, Hammer Time. I'm looking at CJ Ham. I'm looking at Dalvin Cook. I'm looking at TJ Hawkinson, Irv Smith Jr. back into the mix. I'm looking at Johnny Munt. I'm looking at these guys to be able to protect for Kirk Cousins. Because what I can tell you right now is the Giants are going to blitz Kirk Cousins. The Giants are going to do everything they can to get to Kirk Cousins simply be because he's a pocket passer. You got to make him uncomfortable. From what we've seen in the past, Kirk Cousins is not comfortable inside the pocket under pressure. That Kirk Cousins is an amazing passer when left with a clean pocket. For that reason, I do not want to see. Now, this is my opinion. I do not want to see Dalvin Cook on every passing play try to find the open field. His first thing should be to protect for Kirk Cousins. Because if Dalvin Cook finds the open field, what does it matter? Kirk Cousins will be throwing short of the sticks every single time. Now, if it's first down, different story. Typically in third down, you, you see play action, plas, play action passes run by the Minnesota Vikings where Dalvin Cooks finds the open field, you throw short of the sticks, and you force another punt. Just not what you want to see into this game. And I'm looking at these guys to be able to protect for the blitz because you have to expect that both Jalen Smith and Micah McFadden, their starting uh, linebackers, will be doing interior blitz all game long against the Minnesota Vikings. On top of this, Kayvon Thibodeau, you got Aziz Ajolari in the outside. You have the safety blitz with Xavier McKinney and Julian Love. And these are all guys who Martin Dill loves to rush the passer with. And for that reason, Vikings have to be able to pick pick up the blitz with their backfield and tight ends. This will be able to get give Kirk Cousins another opportunity to take shots down the field to Justin Jefferson. Give Kirk Cousins another opportunity to take shots down the field to T KJ Osborne, one of the guys who's been incredible for us this season and maybe our future at the wide receiver two position for the Minnesota Vikings. Incredible draft class, by the way, the 2020 draft class from the Minnesota Vikings. So that's really the biggest red flag for this Minnesota Vikings team is just being able to protect for Kirk Cousins. You have to do everything you can to give Kirk a clean pocket. And if it means adding as many additional blockers as you can, then do it. If it means having CJ Ham and Dalvin Cook as your guys who pick up the interior and exterior blitz, and then on top of this, you have the guys on the outside. You have TJ Hawkinson, you have Johnny Munt, you have Ersman Jr., you have tight ends who can help Kirk Cousins have time inside the pocket, especially when you're without two of your starters on offense in both Brian O'Neill, who's not going to play in this matchup, you're without Austin Schlotman, and maybe Garrett Brabbery. We have to expect that Chris Reed we have to plan that Chris Reed is going to be our starting center in this game and he needs as much help as he can get against that defensive front that the Giants have so just being able to pick up your blitz now onto the defensive side of the ball and I feel like this is the thing that needs to change the most that the Vikings if they can do this one thing then they will win the game and that is looking at the defensive side of the ball 
one-on-one tackling. If there is one thing this Giants team knows how to do, it's getting the runner, both Saquon Barkley or Vanilla Vic, Daniel Jones, one-on-one against the opposing team's linebackers and safeties. And if you can hit on these one-on-one defensive tackles, you will win this game. Looking at it for the New York Giants specifically, the team is 4-0 in games where Saquon or Vanilla Vic has rushed for over 100 yards. They should not be rushing for over 100 yards in this game. They should not whatsoever. And looking at it right now, looking at Saquon Barkley, when Saquon Barkley doesn't have a good day in the run game, Daniel Jones' passer rating takes a nosedive. He's not able to move the ball through the air. And the Vikings can make the New York Giants a one-dimensional offense by simply hitting on these one-on-one tackles. Because in this game, we can expect that Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones are going to be able to get one-on-one against our guys. And we know this is going to be the case, as both Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley combined average 26 rushing attempts per game. And this is the reason why they're in the playoffs right now, is because these guys can move the ball on the ground. And this season, combining their team as a whole, they're averaging nearly 150 rushing yards per game. They should not be having 150 rushing yards against a Vikings defense who is in the playoffs. Nobody should be getting 150 rushing yards in the playoffs. And for that reason, how you can stop this team, how you can make the Giants a one-dimensional offense is just being able to get those one-on-one tackles. And this... This is a lot easier said than done. I mean, Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones, these are guys who can break tackles. But when you have veteran players like Eric Hendricks and Harrison Smith on this defense, who've been with this defense for a long time, even when this defense was the best in the league, they were here. These guys have been here for a long time. They should be able to step up on the defensive side of the ball and looking at other veterans on this defense, Patrick Peterson, future Hall of Famer. You have multiple players in this defense who should be able to get these one-on-one tackles that we are looking for in this game. And that should be the primary focus for Ed Donatel in this matchup. And I feel like this is kind of a, I sound like a broken record saying this because I'm bringing up the same issues that the Vikings have had throughout the season because it is issues that we can fix. And that is being able to get your one-on-one tackles, your open field tackles against players like Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones in this game, and to be able to protect for Kirk Cousins. These are the two biggest issues the Vikings have had on their respective side of the balls throughout the season. And in this matchup and in this playoff push as a whole, I'm hoping that this can change for this Vikings team. And if this does change, then this Vikings team will completely, completely surprise us. And for that reason, if this Vikings defense can live up to the expectations that many fans set before the season, not me, but many fans set before before the season, then I believe that this playoff push can be, the Vikings can at least make noise in the playoffs. The Vikings can at least make a run for the playoffs. Now, Like I've seen throughout the season, the Vikings are not that great of a road team. So for that reason, we'll likely have to go on the road against Philadelphia and the 49ers. Then it'll likely be more of an issue. But the Vikings could be could win a few games. Maybe the Vikings do end up making to the NFC Championship game. I just want this team to make some noise because I don't want to see the same Vikings team that I've seen throughout my life. Bold prediction of the week is going to surprise you. I have the Vikings getting three or more turnovers in this game. Like I said, there are far too many veteran players on this Vikings defense to not be able to have a good to have a good day in the playoffs. This is the biggest game of many of our players' careers. The biggest game. A lot of players in this Vikings team haven't even played a playoff game before. That just shows how young we are. That just shows how new of a team we are. Justin Jefferson never played a playoff game. KJ Osborne never played a playoff game. TJ Hawkinson never in the playoffs. We have a lot of players on the offensive and defensive side of the ball who have never played a playoff game. And for that reason, I believe they 
it just shows how this team has a long way to go. Shows how this team has a lot of room for improvement, but we have a good foundation set already under new head coach Kevin O'Connell, under new GM Kwesi Adolfo Mensa, and you can make the same claim for the New York Giants team. Final prediction for this game, I have the Vikings winning by more than two scores. Yes, I actually have the Vikings winning by 11 points is this? No, 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 13, 14 points. I have the Vikings winning by two touchdowns, 31 to 17 in this matchup. And I believe that the Vikings are going to surprise us in this game. It is. It's a home game. It's not a night game. It's not a 7 o'clock game, so Kirk Cousins won't be tired. It's a home game, and it's the biggest game of many of these players' careers. And for that reason, I have the Vikings coming up with the biggest win they have had this season, and that's simply winning by two scores. Let me know what you all think.